Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors for today, our good friends over at Greater Pacific. Uh, look, they're a full service creative agency. Their uh, experience comes from the experience of thousands of custom projects completed for clients for over two decades with experience or expertise in the promotional products uh, with uh, in promotional products in the advertising specialties industry, custom OEM product design, custom uh, project management, CPSIA compliance, product testing, and full service logistics. They've done it all and become more effective with uh, every opportunity. So Greater Pacific creates the ultimate manufacturing experience for their clients. You got to go visit them at greaterpacific.com today and tell them the industry insider sent you. Uh, Steven, you know, you kind of messed up the whole shtick last week. You didn't have a book at the beginning of the podcast when we were live at Expo. So I don't think it's a thing anymore, my man. It is a thing. I'm, I'm going to make it a thing. Uh, just because I have one live trade show doesn't mean. I mean, you could you could have been reading like the the expo directory or something in the morning. You know, big mess. Podcast, it's but... just a huge mess on my part. It's it's a new year. I'm trying a new thing. We'll see if it sticks. <laughs> so, um, you know, what's interesting is uh, on our board uh, in our office. One of the things was like, "What do you want to work on uh, this year?" And a lot of people wrote things, and I wrote, "Get better at following." And I just had like THR and just left it because I was like, that's pretty much me. That's how my life works. <laughs> that's funny. Well, it looked like you were on the same page of that book as you were the first time you did it. No, so. no, no, no. I had the uh, Bears book earlier. Uh, that was my first. But this is the new one that I got when I won the trivia game. And I was just oh, learning so that the, the screwdriver was invented before the screw. How crazy is that? Totally is that useless. The, the screwdriver, like the drink, right? Is that what we're talking about? No, 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 the actual hand tool. Anyhow, why would you make a screwdriver before a screw? I mean, I'm I, very curious. Now. I don't make these rules, but I just read the read the facts and present. Meg Erber, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. This weekend, I was just so exhausted recovering. I think I yeah. just slept. Um, I from not being in Vegas for a couple of years, I forgot how dry your skin gets. And that was a rookie mistake. Like I should not have brought my retinol cream or whatever. My face was like so dry. I have never in my life been that. Like my skin was like. <sighs> you so, didn't yeah. pot your face? I, I wish I could. I literally was had aquaphor spread all over my face every night. And then I started breaking out. So there's that. <laughs> Baby butt cream all yeah. over your face. That's and wonderful. It was amazing. <laughs> Well, look, we all sound healthy, so that's wonderful. It doesn't sound like anybody got sick. We all got yep. together in person, and nobody's sick. That's amazing. I wow. know. Huge win. Yeah. Well, we're joined today by a very special guest, Mandy Clay with Walker Clay Promotions. Excited to have you. And uh, look, we're here to talk about the pitch, which was like PPAI, uh, their, their whole new uh, thing for... I guess you'll call it education, right? It was part of the education. Um, but Mandy, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself. So uh, maybe how you got started in the promotional products industry and what you've been up to since. So uh, take it away. Oh, perfect. 
All right, my name is Amanda Clay. I am the newly named president of Walker Clay. So um, that was a change late last year. Um, my sister and I took over ownership uh, in, I want to say, in Q4. I don't remember the exact date, to be honest with you. I want to say it changed like six times. So um, the day that we signed the paper was sometime in Q4. It's about all I can remember after uh, being away <laughs> last week. My brain's still fried. Uh, I've been in the industry for about 20 years, but I am fourth generation in the industry. So my grandfather started our company in 1956. But prior to that, my great grandfather and grandfather both worked for Brown Bigelow. Um, so I have wow. been in the industry for quite some time. And um, I used to make calendars. This one right here in our office, living room, people's houses wherever we could put this together at a plastic binding, but this is our own calendar. And then we started. Man, maybe, maybe we should have brought Amanda in for the calendar episode. I know. Maybe. Yeah, I know a little bit. We <laughs> used to like, shoot thing. the spirals across the office when we were like little to see who could shoot the spiral the furthest. Um, so question for you, Mandy, spiral or stapled? Um, the newer ones are, they have like the metal, but the older ones, you see that? The yeah. older ones had the plastic bindings that you like, and we had to do them by hand on the old machine. You had to individually insert the spiral in, but if you put it on backwards and then played with the settings, you could literally launch that thing across the warehouse. Um, so that was always a fun thing to just start launching spirals. Why not, right? Uh, if there's no videos, it didn't happen. Uh, we have an old spiral machine. Maybe I'll see if Abby yes. will video me. <laughs> shooting spirals later i gotta go find a <laughs> spiral we'll get her on that it'll be on uh -huh. tiktok later today yes. <laughs> awesome so meg and mandy you guys were actually both on the pitch uh so really excited to get sort of your uh your view from the experience and what you took away from it but uh, i mean do is there anything before we launch into the topic i mean do does anybody have anything to add from the the conversation we had last week while we were live you know since that was on wednesday and there was another day of the show and is there anything that maybe steven you were walking around the show is there anything else that you saw you know it's it's interesting i think uh it took me until i got home and looked through all the pictures to realize if it was a good show or not i know that sounds weird but like i i knew there the best part was obviously the people, which we talked about. I wasn't, I, I don't know that I had a lot of ton of ideas like on the spot when we were live last week, but looking back now at like the thousand pictures that I took, I'm like, oh, there was a lot of things. It's just hard to remember them all. You know, like when you're like, say, hey, tell me your best thing about the show. It's like the, the people, you know, it's like, it's like I don't remember the one specific item at the one booth. So, um, but there was there was a lot. Um, I don't know if, if you had the same feelings, um, Mandy. Did, did you kind of have the same thoughts about the show in general? Like good overall, and it was like nothing kind of hitch in the face. But then there was some good stuff. You know, it wasn't. I, I definitely see that, but I think vendors are just bringing in stuff like so often yeah. now that there's no like January launch. We used to wait for right. January. We're like, ooh, they're gonna release all the new products. Yeah. And now we're seeing like, you know, every couple of weeks, like something new just pops up. Yeah. So I feel like it was just nice to kind of like touch and feel some of the items that I might have seen in pictures that I haven't sold yet or hadn't had a sample sure. of. Um, so that was kind of cool. But I'm with you. Like I took a ton of pictures and I was like, why did I take a picture? Oh, uh, it was more project driven <laughs> for like each particular. Yeah, exactly. Time. 
That's pretty interesting. So are you noticing then that a lot of suppliers are changing the way that they're releasing product because of COVID and... I'd like to add to that, actually. So I want to hear what she says, but I want to add to that. I don't... I, Go for it, Meg. Okay. I don't think that ever actually changed. I think people were just... We... I think we always did that, but people would just get so pissed when things weren't available on day one of January show. Like, you're showing it, but it's not ready. And a lot of people, a lot of suppliers have gotten rid of their big catalogs, which kind of sets it in stone. Like, hey, if it's in the catalog, it's going to be in stock, which was never really the case because... It never was. It just never was. But um, I know in October, a lot of um, the apparel suppliers and promotional hard goods, we were bringing in products early to kind of beat that rush. And uh, at Promotions East last year was a lot of new products. So, but yeah, I don't know if that's ever actually changed. I think it's just more obvious now because, oh, look, new product launch, mid-year launch, but we're just not doing mm -hmm. the hard catalogs. It's not set in stone. You don't see it ahead of time because we're not shoving it down your throat. But we're like, when we do have it, we're like, Look at this bright, shiny thing. It's so new and cool, and you need it. I know over the past couple of years, too, without having shows, um, suppliers have gotten really good at finding other ways to let us know what's coming out. So I think just the the readiness of the information and the you know the, the way that the websites work now where there's really good sorting tools and inventory management tools, you know, you're seeing what's new, but you're also seeing what's available so much quicker than we used to. Um, you know, if you go back to the 2019 show, it's like, you know, like you said, Meg, I would say probably 10%, 20% of the new products you couldn't even get until the third quarter, you know, of, of that same year. Um, you know, so we, we would do the same. We would create a trend presentation and go show it to people and they're all excited. And I'm like, well, I hope you still like it next year because that's when we're going to get it. So, so um, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was really, really good. Um, I have zero complaints about the show. Well, very small complaints about the oh show. Boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the last thing I'll say about the show is that I think we were anticipating how Thursday was going to be. And I was like leading into this and like Thursday is traditionally dead, but, but Tuesday and Wednesday were so jam packed that I, I just assumed that Thursday was going to be equally the same. It was, I, I don't know how it was for you, Jeff, but it was pretty, it was pretty dead in our booth on Thursday. We had like a skeleton crew. I was like, how am I even still awake, alive, moving, talking, et cetera. Um, but I felt like the distributors, it was the same, it was the same thing. I was like, oh, they're just going to come in late. Last night was rough. Yeah. So I had mentioned the, the first day of the show, we had the most scans that we've ever had in a single day at any trade show, even from years prior. The second day, uh, we actually met our expectations based on the numbers from the first day. And then Thursday, I mean, you always kind of figure the third day of a show is going to be relatively dead. We yeah. still had some pretty good traffic come through. And the majority of the traffic was, you know, from conversation outside of the trade show floor. Uh, you know, you may, you know, drag people into the booth or set appointments, you know, when those people may not have even come to your booth before. So I would say the quality of the of that last day was really good for that reason, because there was like some really good opportunities that came through the booth because of that. Um, but yeah, that, it was it was definitely slower the last day than the other days. Wow. So yeah, let's, yeah. So let's jump into let's jump into the pitch because I, I I'm gonna tell you I'll tell you my side very quickly and then Mandy I want to hear how you got roped in, but it was really funny because now that I can talk about it it was the day before we had Dale Denham on our podcast a few weeks ago, and Lindsay Davis reached out to me and she was like just say say yes you'll be great blah 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 and I was like sure 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 I'll look at it later didn't even think anything of it 
And Dale Dunham was on our podcast the next day, and he was like, kind of pumping up the opening ceremonies, but he's like, I can't talk about it. You're just going to have to see. And I was like, ooh, I want to be part of this. And then I didn't realize I already was. <laughs> so, um, and then I was like, all right, I need more information. I, How long is it going to be? They were like, okay, it's going to be about 10 minutes. And I, in my head, I'm like, I have to fill 10 minutes, which usually is not a problem. I like to hear myself talk, apparently, clearly. But... <laughs> I was going to be on stage doing it in front of all these people. So I was like, all right, what product do I have? I could possibly be interactive for 10 minutes. And then I immediately was like, quick flip. I got this. Oh, I have a better idea. I'll bring Henry in. I'll, I'll start talking. I'll have him come up behind me and like choke me out. I'll throw him. It'll be crazy. It'll be so much fun. We'll win. And then we brought, uh, I did a video. And then they brought us into a meeting and they were like, okay, you guys have three minutes. And I was like, all right, all that's out the window. Um, so that was fun. And then, um, all right, I'll leave it there. Mandy, I want to hear how you got roped in and what that was like in your thought process about. Well, hold on, hold on. Before Mandy goes, I, okay. I just want to basically point out that you you essentially cheated because you brought somebody from Shark Tank onto the pitch. I knew there is, was going to be a you cheated. I thought it's it was a cheat code. Like, it's a, it's I mean, a it's, mega cheat code. You but definitely that wasn't out. the only Shark Tank person. Wasn't City Bonfire also on Shark I'm Tank? pretty sure. They oh, was there another shark? See, yeah, look, Mandy, yeah. this is why we have you on to really yeah. fill the void that, that Meg leaves. And I'll be honest, I don't know much about this because I didn't know about it till the day before. Hmm. So, well, we need we need to actually bring some light to that too. Hopefully, PPAI <laughs> is watching and is is able to promote these kinds of things a little bit different. Because Stephen, you brought up a really good point. You don't do your own registration, so unless it's promoted outside of registration how are you supposed to know that that's going on unless you maybe look at the schedule or directory when you first rock up? But even then, you know, it's by chance and I'm sure there was a registration and it may have booked out or sold out. I don't know. Like, how does that work? Well, you're not even on Instagram, Stephen. I mean, you're on it, but you're, you're not active on it. And I, that's mm -hmm. where I saw all of the, like the marketing for it was on Instagram. So that's where that's I saw true. it. But again, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to market it. I wasn't allowed to do anything. I wasn't allowed to talk about it. So that was really, really hard for me. <laughs> it was really hard. We did so, a good job because I had no yeah, idea who anybody was Aww. that was going to present. So everyone did a good job. Good. Except when I came out on stage and you heard my oh, yeah. name screamed. Yay, Megan. And then it wasn't you talking. And I was like, huh. what other Meg do I know? And then I'm like, okay. And then he said quick flip. And I'm like, she's got to be on stage with him. Yeah. Yeah. So Mandy, how did you get uh, asked to do this and what, what did you know about it going into it? So very much like Meg, I got an email and it was from Ann Stone and she was like, hey, I need you to do something at PPAI, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. I just need you to say yes. And I was like, okay, sure. And she's like, I can't tell you what it is. We're going to have a meeting about it. Ask me a good time for the meeting. And then I saw the people on the meeting link and I was like, Danny, Memo, Johnny, me. What did I sign myself up for? And at this point, I still have no idea going into the Zoom meeting what is going on. So I really knew nothing up until, I mean, November. It was late that we didn't, I didn't know a lot going in. I just mm. said yes, blindly. <laughs> so who were the other contestants and how many were there? Uh, you just said, you just said Danny and Memo and like who, who all? Well, they were the, the judges. judges. Yeah. They were the judges. Oh, okay. So the judges. Four judges and then seven contestants on the show. 
And for those that weren't there, like like myself, can you kind of tell me like what what the show was all about? Like, was it a product pitch or was it a um, supplier? I have it right here. Yeah, Yeah. I have it right here. So okay, so basically the pitch was the Shark Tank meets the Voice. There was four judges on stage, and they had their chairs turned around, so you couldn't see who the contestant was that was coming out. Um, There was a lot of smoke and fog, and I will say I was like. So nervous leading up to me walking out on stage and then the minute I like I ran out on stage I could feel the energy from the crowd I was like so excited and then I see all the fog and I couldn't see a, not even an inch in front of my face so I'm running out and I thought I'm really excited to see what that video looks like because I thought I'm gonna run right off the stage and that's <laughs> gonna be so bad and I'm gonna hurt myself and I'm hmm. So I, I know, you know me, you guys know me. So you know that would have happened. So I was like, oh. and I saw an X. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to stand on that, but it's safe. It's a safe zone. I'm going to go there. Okay. So the contestants, um, Therabody, um, he was in booth 1049, raining road. Oh, so Therabody had like um, a neck massager, right, Mandy? Yeah, it was like the mini Therabody. Yeah, that was so, really so cool. it is a it is yeah. a product pitch, correct? Yeah, just so it is okay. a product pitch. Yep. So we got to hold like I could see that they gave us a sample of the product, and then oh, they okay. it behind us, so I could hold it and see what it was. Yeah, like they came up behind them, I think, and we're doing the massage. I was like, oh, yeah, I got like a massage. Yeah. Like start off yeah. the day, so that was nice. He <laughs> had their body, then you had raining rose. You had Ben, and he came out with a DIY uh, lip balm kit, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Then you had trail form. I believe that was the chair. That was that the cooler and the chair. And a book bag, right? It was like it was like it was a like backpack a, that was a yeah. cooler and a chair. Yeah. It was really neat. I think it was just um, it was very expensive. Um, I think I almost like a two hundred dollar price tag. I don't know if that was net on a fee or what, but it was it was nice. I was like, oh, I want one of those. Yeah. Then you had Bevy. So this girl was so cool. I was like blown away just by her energy and her personality. She used to be in this industry. I don't remember which one, but where she carried beverages. I don't know if it was waitressing or, or bartending or whatever. And it was like all these um, beverage holders that were getting thrown away. And she invented this recycle or this reusable beverage holder. And it held like, I don't know, 10, 8, 12, I don't know, something crazy. And it was reusable and everything fit in there and they didn't come out. So that was a good one. And then you had City Bonfires, which was amazing. I've been seeing them on TikTok. They were at ASI Orlando. I actually want one. I want one um, too. Agreed. And Maple Ridge Farms. I don't know what they did. I just saw food. There was like <laughs> a huge charcuterie board with food, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah. Well, side note on on Maple Ridge Farms, um, we were nominated for our Pyramid Award for the episode that they were on for our chocolate tasting. Oh, so, congrats, um, guys. Thank you. Um, so yeah, they're awesome no matter what. And then we were the last contestant, so a lot of pressure and. You guys know Henner. He could have carried that by himself. So in my head, I put the pressure on myself that if we lose, that's 100% on me. So that was weighing on me, and I was making myself so sick. But um, well, I if, you like a- felt, if, if you would have fell off the stage, it would have been an automatic win. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, can, Mandy, can you kind of tell me about the, I guess, like, how, how did you guys decide? So I've pictured the voice where each of you have to turn around only for ones that you want. And then like you take them on your team, but then I think shark tank and I think everyone's already facing, you know, yeah. the stage. And so then you ask questions and figure out who has the best business or product. So how so does, was, how did that work? Yeah. yeah. This was more like an education session. So we were mm-hmm. to turn around if, you know, we liked them, we didn't turn around if we didn't. Um, and then, at the end, the audience got to vote. So 
Okay. Every okay. product that went up, you could like the audience, it was interactive. They would text and say if they would buy it. So you did see that for every product. Um, okay, and cool. then at the end, they all got to vote for their favorite. So we didn't actually have to choose anyone, which was kind of nice. Pressure was off us to let the audience be the person to pick one of the companies. But um, it was kind of fun for the audience, too, to kind of be involved. And to see it up on the screen was kind of fun to see where everyone rated it. As judges, did you guys get to speak to them at all or give some influence to the crowd a little bit? Um, if we if we liked it, we were. If we did not like it, we were. We never turned. So, gotcha. Were there any products or any judges that didn't turn around? I didn't see that. My nerves were like I kind of blacked out for the whole thing, so I don't really remember. For me personally, the one I didn't turn for was the bevy, um, and I did go look at it later. So, gotcha. when I saw it. And on my backs to her, it only had like cans in it and they were kind of hard to get out. And when she was pitching it, she was mentioning like the casino host using it. And I'm picturing like the 12 different style cups that have to go and not all of them are like hard cups. So like mm -hmm. as you go to, I mean, those cans were stuck in there. Yeah. So if there was like a draft beer that you're walking around with on the floor, like I didn't know how that was going to come out of this container. Um, so I couldn't see it for like different size things. So the only thing I saw it for was cans. Got it. So for me, I was like, well, it's canned. She was the hard, I, she was the scariest judge. Not going to lie. She was the scariest. <laughs> Just because I know her and I know she's tough and, but she's fair. And I yeah. was like, it doesn't matter the relationship. She might know me all day, but she, if she didn't like my pitch, she was not going to turn around. But I saw the item later, and then I saw that it could fit other items. But That's like because cool. I couldn't see right. that at the time, like that was where I was like, so, I, don't, I me, have to know. So did did you did other people not turn around for certain things as well, or was it just everybody turning around for every product? There was a few that didn't turn around okay. for specific, like for ones we, you I, need I that. Think you I need remember, that a little bit. Like Johnny not turning around because he was still trying to put together the chair. Uh, like he was like, I'm not turning around until I can put together the chair, and he's like flinging it all around. Um, so, and I'm like, this guy came out pumped with his backpack and just the same amount of energy as Meg's team came out with. And it's like, okay, I want to see what this guy's presenting because he was so into it. Um, so I'm like, I want to see him put it together. And Johnny's like, I'm going to figure this out without turning around. Um, so other than just a gimmick, I mean, was there a point to turning the chairs around or not turning the chairs around, especially if the audience was choosing the winner? I think it was to kind of help give them direction. Like, yeah. Because remember, not yeah. everyone in that room has been in the industry for a long time. So like they. Your expertise on whether yeah, it's a good product or not. I got you. Kind of makes right. it fun too. Like otherwise, right, Mandy, spicy, spicy take of the day. All right. Since the audience got to choose the winner, who was your winner? And it better not be Meg because she's on the podcast. <laughs> I can, I That's can remove right. Meg from the room really quickly if you. Yeah, want go ahead and do it. that, Jeff. We'll see how that works. Me. You can say it. You can say it. remove me. Go ahead, Jeff. And no, I'm okay. You can, you can stay. Um, I like city bonfires. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say. I just thought. Newer, I've like I've seen the quick flip before. Mm -hmm. I have them with my logo, so for me that was something like I've used and I've done before. Whereas City Bonfires for me was new. Um, while I had cool. seen them on TikTok, like Meg, um, mm -hmm. I hadn't seen them like in the promo space. So for me, I probably would have gone with them, but um, I still like Quick Flip. Have one, 
I got it with my logo and the so background. Maybe, so. There was actually the the hoodie that was at your chair was for you. Did they send it to you or did you get to take it home? Uh, not yet. So, okay. um, yeah, they took all the stuff back. I'm assuming it's probably going to get sent, but. Okay. Cause it was uh, your size, had official judge on it. Like that's for you. I did notice yeah. it had official judge. That's cool. and, yeah. So yeah. that was, that is pretty it, sweet. It was a nice touch. I will yeah. say. Yeah. I was like, so, they yeah. even personalized it. So that was smart. All the decorating areas, you know, I was like, it was part of the, it was part of the pitch. Right. And we kind of fed off each other and, um, it was so much fun. I will say, I, once I got the nerves part of it out of the way, and and I'm, I people are like you do this stuff all the time. I'm like it doesn't matter. I care. I care because I get nervous, and it's a it's a it's confusing between nervousness and exciting. A lot of bodies and, and minds can't understand that, and I just I feel like when you're nervous, you're you're not prepared. So I guess I will say I was ex excited because I I talk about this product all the time. We even had Henner on the show like during COVID. So. Um, yeah, and I think one of the highlights of my show was was really getting to like to do that and really get to show my personality and, and get out there and I, it was so much fun. I mean, just walking on that stage and feeling the energy from the crowd. Um, so one of the things that the crowd did get to vote on is after each product, you would say, would you have turned around for this product? Um, and it was like 94, 96%, whatever, yes, and they like whatever, four or 6%. No, I kind of want to know who that little four or 6% was. That means what, four or 500 people, 20 people coming for you guys. I'm going to change your mind. <laughs> That's how competitive I am. I don't know like, if I like this strategy. Like, like, are you going to publish that list? You know what? I'm coming for you. I got the list. <laughs> I saw them though. Literally going to send an MMA fighter after you if you don't like our product. That's Meg's strategy. So um, listen, Dale, if you guys do this again next year and you're looking for a judge, I'll, I'll volunteer. I'll be a judge. That would, I know. Fun. I would actually judge, too. I would rather be on that side of it. I think it's a lot for me. Like, for me, just the pressure would be off. Me you know, if, if so being fun. a rising star is a prerequisite, I, I have to take my name out of the nomination. <laughs> um, but maybe I have a new path of something I can look forward to. So we'll see. <laughs> you've been nominated and you've got a great sign behind you that, you know, look, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're kind of a big deal. I have to make my own awards. <laughs> I have, I don't know if I ever showed you guys this. Did I ever show you guys this? My neighbor got me this. It's, it's a fake rising star award that they did as a joke for me. So hey, that's more, that's more than I got for being a rising star, Steven. So, you know, this is honorable mention ish. <laughs> mention ish. And then so it says maybe next nominated. year. It's about, you've yeah. been nominated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Okay. What else can we take from from the pitch? Anything else? Or are we good with that? Was it worth doing? I mean, would would should they do it again? Oh, so I will say the one thing that I didn't even because my mind was so tunnel vision on just surviving and getting through this, I didn't even take into consideration the amount of traffic that was going to draw into the booth. I, oh, that's a good point. Amount of traffic, and it was like, show us the quick flip, show us the quick flip. Because I, could, I couldn't even tell my company that I was doing it. We only brought what we were, would normally bring, which was enough. We had it on two different sides. But, like, I think next time, if we if I ever did it again or whatever, I would want to make sure that we had the support marketing-wise at the booth, you know, to be able to, to, you know, support whatever I was doing, my endeavors. Um, but, yeah, we had enough. But I think we could have had more, maybe something on display a little bit better because, man, like droves of people came in after that wanting to hear about it, wanting to see about it and talk about it. And I think 
even the leadership at NASA was like, oh, that's great, congratulations. And then at, by the end of the day, they were like, oh my God, I heard it was amazing. It was like, you know, nice so what, night for them. I, I don't understand what the secrecy was because when we had Dale on, that was in November, if I'm not mistaken. So it was only six weeks removed from the show, maybe. Well, I mean, I what think was the, the secrecy, secrecy was on, not... Meg, on Meg's side because they didn't want the job. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't want anyone to know, to know who, who the, the presenters were, like who the yeah. contestants were, not necessarily okay. the judges. I think. They kind of have like a whole like surprise secrecy. Like this is their first inaugural opening ceremonies they wanted to blow it out of the water like a surprise like come see who's going to be doing it otherwise maybe people are like yeah i don't like meg i see her every week i might not come I, I know meg's the contestant you know i completely agree with you though if you're pitching a product and you're not allowed to like share that information with your company to have promotional material at the booth itself uh you know even post the pitch um like i mean you guys should have been doing quick flips with the pitch logo on it as a, as like a handout or something. A giveaway. I know. I know. And I, I guess I just didn't know the extent of the NDA. I just signed it and I was like, all right, I won't say anything, you know, but it's hard. It's hard. It was new. I, yeah. I, next time. So people that are doing it next year, remember that you, there is an NDA, but like be prepared for after the pitch <laughs> for the influxers of customers. And, and uh, Henry had his own booth and he said the same thing. He's like, it was just nonstop traffic for three days. One that, Hey, I saw the pitch. I saw it either in the room and, and they were also streaming it on the TVs outside. Uh, I will say that PBI will be sending us the clip. Uh, I know SNS is excited to share that and I'll be sharing it as well. Um, and the judges did such a great job. They were fair. They were funny. They were entertaining. Um, and they picked some really good people too, like four different personalities. Um, I have actually never met Memo and I had just met John in person at the promo kitchen mixer. And I forgot that he was a judge and he was just like, oh, it's nice to meet you, you know, da, da, da. and I was like, oh yeah, you too. And I just completely forgot. And thank God, because in my head and I knew that secret, I would have been like, oh my God, I can't talk to you. <laughs> and been so stupid, but that's because it's me. <laughs> and I can't or, like, When you grabbed me at Burger Bar and you're like, hey, do you want to be on the show? Okay, bye. Yeah, like, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, okay, bye, I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> Catch you later. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a good, right. yeah, overall great. It was fun. Um, you, if you missed it, you missed quite the entertaining. I think PPI did a great job. And the last thing, the day before, we had to come in and kind of rehearse it. And that's when the nerves set in because you actually got to see how professional it was done. It wasn't just like a podium. I heard you guys were like in the back practicing on each other. Like, they're yeah. like, they're all back, they're nervous. So we were off yeah. the side, so we couldn't see who you guys were. I did my, uh, I, so when I get really, really nervous, if I have to speak or if I have to do something, a presentation, and it's like bonkers nervous, um, something I learned in my jujitsu days, like when I was competing, um, my instructor told me, like, hey, go out, just pop out 10, 15 push-ups. I know this sounds stupid to most people, but like, if push-ups are easy to you, then do something different. But like, if push-ups are hard, your whole, your mind, your focus goes to like, pushing out those push-ups and like it completely forget what's on your plate you forget all your nerves and all and you're able to release that nervous energy energy into something else and um i did that and it was like i did it right before i went on and like five minutes before and it like helped me get rid of my nerves but then you're sweaty and you fall off the stage well yeah. the sweat part that's happening regardless <laughs> but, uh, those lights were hot 
when you were yeah. up there, the lights. Oh. Yeah, you couldn't see the crowd at all. And I, I will say halfway through, when the fog started clear, I saw Mark Graham in the first row. And I was like, all right, I've got somebody I know I can like focus on and talk to. And it was good. It was golden. Funny. Yeah. Steven, any other questions for the pitch? No, I'm, I'm, uh, I need to put it on my radar for the, for the next year, for sure. You, you might uh, want to just start doing your own registrations. Maybe I feel like I keep missing everything, <laughs> but you know, it, it is interesting. Cause like when I, when I go and I'm, I'm sure Manny, you're the same and you, you both are probably the same, but like, I've got tons of meetings lined up. So I try not to add a ton of stuff, but big events like promo Palooza, now the pitch, things like that. I, in my head, I just would have thought that those would have been pushed so heavy. I would have run into them before I got there, you know? And so ho hopefully there's a way to keep the secrecy of the contestants, but have, like not the secrecy of the event um, until, you know, until we get there. But if not, I will do my own registration. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. It is actually uh, the way that it's set up. It is actually a lot easier for one person to register your whole team than it is for each individual mm -hmm. to go register themselves. Um, so, yeah. So, cool. yeah, I, I think if there's a different way to promote it, I think. Yeah. Did we ever touch on the fact, and I know we did last week, but there was a winner of the pitch, correct? Um, and Mandy, how much did it cost? Cost to be a winner? Uh, for, for Meg to, how much did Meg I'm sure me? Meg bought. I'm oh, yeah, Meg bought me for sure. I didn't even yeah. know she was on the show, but yeah. <laughs> so actually, from what, so I, like I said, I blacked out on stage, so I didn't really hear anything that happened, but apparently I, I won something. I, I think I won. From what I was you know, told, I won a four-day stay in a suite at Mandalay Bay. Sure. Um, that I cannot confirm or deny. So I have no um, idea. None. What? Yeah. So, I'll uh, take yeah. it. We'll take it. That would be fun. I mean, all um, right. But yeah, so if I won, that's what I won, I think. Again, I blacked okay. out. Didn't know there was anything to win. I think I got some street credit, and I'll take it. I'll definitely take that's it. That's awesome. I thought you just got bragging rights, but I mean, that's if you perfect. have a suite... I'll we know yeah. where the party is next year. Yeah. Well, listen, I know this podcast is uh, all about the pitch, but since we're talking about winners in Vegas, I, I just want to note that I actually finished second place in the promo shop and legacy bowling fiesta. Ooh, nice work. So, and we should have finished first me and Carly Lowe. We, we were on a team and look, there wasn't uh, the bowling greatest uh, for it was. a Yeah. Like, Oh dude, Brooklyn bowl. That place was awesome. Really great. Really great joint, but yeah, it was one of those private uh, private parties that uh, Perma Shop and Legacy put on. But ultimately, um, you know, we were they split it up two different floors because there's like I don't know twenty lanes on each floor or whatever. So we were upstairs, and then the other people were downstairs. And basically, what it was was the the top team from the top and the top team from the bottom were going to face off. Well, we didn't know when we were supposed to stop, so we ended up bowling like three games upstairs. Our arms were like dead tired by the end of it. And then they were like, oh, yeah, come downstairs. We're going to do this championship thing. And, you know, yeah, Meg, go ahead. That's all right. Look, I'll face you at a bowling alley anytime you want, buddy. Anytime. I'll even anytime. do it left-handed. I'll do it left-handed. And all I'll right. still whoop. All I'll right. Still whoop. You guys heard that. You guys heard that. <laughs> Me and Meg, right. will watch. We'll watch. We'll Fair video enough. it. For, for all right. Well, listen, if, uh, if there's nothing else on the pitch, um, I would also like to mention uh, the promo Palooza, since we didn't get a chance to talk about that at the show. Uh, for any of you guys that didn't go, uh, you should definitely check it out. Uh, that is by far the best promotional product 
party, if you will, that has ever been put on, even yeah. better than Promo East and their uh, the the pool after dark. I mean, that was a that was probably second in my book as far as best, but this trumped it. I mean, just the fact that you're down on the field, you're in the locker room, there's food and beverages on the field, great conversation, great networking opportunity. And it's just those kind of stories that really make things, uh, you know, pretty awesome. I missed it. See, I went last year. So we actually had the full field last year, which was cool. I heard that and I was a little disappointed. But you know what? I'll blame you guys as to why we didn't get the full field this time. Because from what I heard, there was a reason. Okay. Was it? There was, was yeah. There's two reasons. One is there was um, they wanted us more spread out last year because of COVID stuff, right? And uh, two, they were able to bring food down to the field this year because they had part of it blocked off. Okay. So okay. that was actually a benefit that we got this year. No, yeah, that's just a used car salesman's pitch. I, I would I would definitely prefer to have the full field and to be able to throw a football on the field. That would be well. There were, they didn't know a lot of footballs last year. They needed to do a lot of I, footballs. I we heard people shoes. were throwing we stuff. To bring a football. We were throwing yeah. shoes. They were throwing I mean, shoes, look. water bottles. Yeah. Whatever Man. it takes. Whatever it takes. I'm sorry. I was really excited about it like all year. And then Henner was like, hey, I'm having a jiu-jitsu seminar. I'd like you to be my look, guest. I was like, done. All I can say is I took a picture, a selfie in front of Derek Carr's uh, locker because it's the last time it'll ever be his locker. Aww. <laughs> it's just me. It's not mean. Look, like, you know, be True better. <laughs> be better. You both said it. Hey, uh, maybe maybe he should take up bowling. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he'd have a chance. Mandy, it was uh, so good to see you. And thank you. Like, thank you for being a judge. Thanks for being just so awesome. And you're doing, you're making waves in this industry. Walker Clay's making waves in this industry. Uh, it's an honor to know you. And can't thank you enough for coming on and being our, on our guest this week. So appreciate well, you. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, it was definitely definitely a lot of fun. But look, if you guys enjoyed it, I was brought to you by our good friends over at Greater Pacific, and they are a full-service creative agency. Uh, their experience comes from uh, the experience of thousands of custom projects completed for clients for over two decades with expertise in promotional products in the advertising specialties industry. They've got custom OEM, product design, project management, CPSIA compliance, uh, product testing and full service logistics. They've done it all and have become more effective with every opportunity. Greater Pacific creates the ultimate manufacturing experience for the client. So go visit them at greaterpacific.com today and tell them the industry insider sent you. Uh, Mandy, I echo uh, Meg's sentiment. It was awesome having you. Thank you for joining us, especially on short notice. And uh, yeah, looking forward to maybe having you on again uh, at a later date for a, a different topic. Perfect. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Take care, guys. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corners Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.